We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And I just dropped my phone. Uh, on the Monday back for many of you, hopefully your day is going quickly. Um, I know a lot of you back to work for the first time in several days, probably uh, getting sick of being at work, unless you work from home. And then you're probably doing things around the house with your computer on. Like maybe you took advantage of Cyber Monday deals. While your computer was, while you were, quote, working. Did you get any good deals? But whatever it is, hopefully uh, it's going by quickly. Two hours left for you nine to five people. I've never worked a nine to five job. Do you realize that? All the jobs I've worked, none of them have been nine to five. The closest I got was when I worked receiving at Bed Bath & Beyond. That was seven to four. But I've never worked the hours nine to five. Which was a uh, Dolly Parton song. Josh, I'm not sure if you know that. It's also a movie. Really? You don't think I would know 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton? I don't know. Maybe you don't. I what? Country music is my thing. Huh? Yeah, but you know, some people say country music's my thing, but they can't tell you anything that happened before 95. That, that's very true. Yes. I know a lot of people like that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. A uh, couple of items for this hour as we continue what we were discussing last hour. Um, here live on WBEN, you heard the press conference with uh, John Flynn, Mayor Byron Brown, uh, a couple of attorneys, um, that the tops shooter uh, pled guilty to fif- the 15 charges. Um, and one was, uh, I have to go get the, the exact language on that charge. Uh, first degree domestic terrorism motivated by hate. Uh, that will put him in prison for life without parole. Now, the Department of Justice is weighing the death penalty. My comment on that is, if this is not in ex- if this is not where you use the death penalty, then where do you use it? Uh, what's the point of having it on the books? In my opinion, this is where you use the death penalty. This is why the federal government has the death penalty. This is why New York State should have the death penalty. What do you say? 803-0930, star 930. And then racism in America. Because I will go back, if you're just joining us, I will go back uh, with what I said last uh, hour. I do believe a majority of this country, they're good people, they're loving people, they're caring people. Um, They're not racist people. 
Unfortunately, we do have, though a small number, we do have racist people in this country. And how do we fight that? How do we fight racism? It's much more than wearing a shirt that says, stop, hate, choose, love. How do we act, stop, hate, choose, love? How do we fight the idea that somebody is lesser because of the color of their skin? How do we fight that? This monster that walked into Tops on May 14th walked in there with one goal, and that was to shoot people because of the color of their skin. Again, I do believe that a majority of people in this country are not racist. However, I think there is a small number of people with racist thoughts. And that's a problem. That's a problem. So where, where do we go from here? How do we put words into action? How do we say, yes, not only are we going to stop hate, we're going to make sure that these, these ideas, this, this way of thinking is fought every way possible. Now, someone put on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, um, and they said, what if the parents, and, and you know, we, we talked about this a lot uh, during, you know, in, in the, the days and weeks after May 14th, you know, what did the parents know? All of this going on under their roof. How was, how was this, child on a state level on a, on a on a federal level how is this teenager this monster not on some kind of radar after what had happened in his school his parents knew knew that he had viciously killed a cat decapitated a cat what did the parents know and what did what if anything did the parents know of his racist beliefs? As a texter put it on the uh, on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, I I just again it, it's difficult for me to talk about because I don't have those kind of thoughts. I don't think that way, and I don't know anyone that does think that way. But let me tell you, if someone in my life had thoughts of being superior because of race. You bet that I would do everything in my in my power to show them that they're wrong. That those thoughts that, that those thoughts are, are wrong that, that that you can't look at people and you can't hate people because of the color of their skin. You know, I mean, and I mean, to the point of if someone in my life had those thoughts and, you know, a conversation or two with them didn't change those thoughts, didn't show them their wrongs, that's the kind of person you, you, you kind of just, 
um, you know, stop talking to. I mean, that that is someone that you disown. Is that the word? Disown. You're like, I, I can't. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to hang around with this toxicity anymore. What do you think? 803-0930, star 930, death penalty and um, racism in America. Again, I do think it is a small number of people with racist thoughts. But how do we how do we fight that? How do we act out, stop hate, choose love? Let's uh, start in Amherst with Kyle. Hey, Kyle, thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks a lot, uh, Joe. It's always a pleasure to have you on the radio. Uh a great question. Uh, I think you have to go back to the time period where it was allowed and condoned uh, the racial agenda uh, separatism. Um, I don't know if a lot of people realize that it was taught that black people came from uh, descendants of basically monkeys and animals and white people were descended from Adam and Eve. And that was one of the justification uh, for slavery. Uh, actually was told that they were doing us a favor, uh, us as black people, uh, by, you know, at least we had food, shelter, and they were, you know, teaching us their Christian ways. Then you have the 1900s after the black codes, you have the Jim Crow laws. It was, you know, taught in families that white, uh, actually was actually uh, medically uh, taught that black brains were less inferior they couldn't learn the same and then you get into a period where you have generations of people who you know basically raise their kids uh to believe a certain way and and then now you enter into this time period where you have social networks and media uh that condone and collaborate that mind thinking uh you know our first amendment gives us the right uh, to our thoughts and speech, but, you know, you, you, that that's the problem. You know, people are allowed to say what they want, and then you have these poor kids who grow up in a society who may have been uh, fed uh, this, this, this mindset, and it, it's just a legacy of, of continuance. And then, well, first of all, I was the screener, I was telling them, it's not really racism anymore because racism is basically saying that one group has power over the other. And in this day and age, there's no group that has power over anybody. So it's more of a bigot mindset. But, you know, all you can do is basically send your kids off to college, schools, have more diversity. Uh, kids today probably grow up uh, differently than they did in the 40s and 50s, that's for sure. I'm sure your high school had a melting pot of uh, different cultures in Amherst. Um, and so we enter in this time period where, you know, there's more uh, integrated families. There's more things that we're just not going to tolerate. But at the end of the day, uh, my daughter, who's now 21, when she was in school uh, in Amherst, uh, there was a girl who said she couldn't sit next to her because she was colored. And that was third grade, and it was really shocking to us because the fact that the girl actually used the word colored was like that old school uh, phrase that we thought was kind of passe, but it was just a reminder that I guess, you know, some of that stuff still exists. I mean, you have people out there who've never had relationships with people outside their own race, and so 
our media has never done a, a justice of portraying, uh, especially black people, in a certain uh, image. Uh, we was always the janitors, the the cooks, the cleaners. We were never the educated uh, um, folks on on the, the you know movies and stuff like that. We were always the first to get killed in the movies. You know, uh, I mean, <laughs> the, the list goes on. Kyle, I have to ask, uh, when your daughter was in third grade, I mean, we're st- we're talking past the two- in the 2000s, right? Yes, 2005, six, maybe, you know. How, w- how, was, mean- how was that comment a- addressed? Because, you know, I was in high school in-, in 2005, 2006, and I can't imagine that comment going without, you know, the classroom pushing back. How did that comment, uh, what happened after that comment was made? Well, my wife brought it up to the principal of the school. Uh, at that point, it was told that, you know, they will have a talk with the parents, but we don't we didn't know the outcome. I mean, the N-word has been used in the classrooms uh, that that my kids have, have witnessed. And, 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 you know, people talk about this area, but it's still a, a very segregated area. Um, I don't know. It, it's tough because most I, I don't have any problems. You know, I, I may have had problems in my earlier years with some of the bigger mindset, but I, 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 I haven't seen a lot of that stuff that's out there. I think, like you said, most people, uh, the majority, I, I, I hopefully believe that, don't have that mindset. Uh, but again, I mean, when you allow more diversity in schools and educational uh, places in the workforce, you're going to have less and less of it. So it's just a time period that we're going to have to go through the motions. You know, we can't cure everything. I mean, there's places in America where you'll never see a black person. Those are communities that probably have the same mindset going back for 100 years. Uh, New York State's a little bit different because we're a diverse state, but, you know, those flyover countries, uh, flyover states, I guess you could say, you know, there's places where that that mindset is still there. And, you know, I, I just tend to think that all we can do is, you know, pray and just teach our kids and and don't believe the hype, basically, because the hype is on the media. And then you have still today uh, a handful of uh, people that still give the majority a bad name. You know, it's only the minority of people out there that are causing problems on either side. But for some reason... The majority gets uh, forgotten about. It's like after 9-11, right? You know, everybody was scared of Muslims, you know, especially the Middle Easterners. I mean, it was a small percent, you know, but the whole race group got labeled terrorists, you know. And, you know, we we do that in this country, uh, unfortunately. But, again, I I still think that, you know, it's a hell of a lot better than it was in my grandparents' era, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't know. So, Kyle, because you know, you say you know by generation and generation, it it, it it gets it gets less and less. But then you see something that happened on May Fourteenth, and, and the thought of well, you know, racism will get less and less with time. Don't you? Is there something that could be done now to kind of combat it? You know, what if someone 
runs into someone with these thoughts or has someone in their social circle, as, as you mentioned, with these thoughts and uses, you know, racist terms. Uh, is there a way that can be combated? Is there any advice you'd give someone that might be in that situation uh, where someone, uh, maybe a friend, a family member, is, is saying racist things, racist terms? Some way to combat that? Um, again, I, I do agree, you know, with time, obviously, you know, I, it, it, it gets less and less. But what about in the now? Well, the now means you have to stand up against family loved ones. It's going to be tough, you know. Uh, I mean, just imagine, you know, your, your, your father, who you've known for six, 50 years, you know, it's hard to stand up against stuff like that and tell him, hey, Dad, Mom, you're wrong. I, I know that firsthand. I've, I've been with my wife 26 years, and I've never met my father-in-law. Uh, uh, my, my wife was disowned uh, when she was 20 years old due to race. Uh, you know, family members still won't stand up against this bigot mindset of, of a family member um, who who's admitted just to be a racist. They can't help it. You know, they grew up in a different time period. Uh, you know, but their kids turned out okay. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I mean, it, 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 people who say these hateful words, regardless, I mean, of race, you can talk about, sexual preference you can talk about whatever the only way that it can go away if people address it uh, i mean on the workforce now we have human resource places where they don't tolerate a lot of this stuff now you have these different hate laws on the books that you didn't have you know uh decades ago you know again it, it comes down to someone being firm enough and say hey i guess we can't be friends uh, well, by that point, you would have known if your friend was uh, like that because most of us are in a 30-plus years old, or else you're talking to someone young. But if you have the same friend for 40 years, you've already known that that person's mindset because they've talked about it, and you've probably sat in the room and, and kept your opinions to yourself because you didn't want to be outcasted. Uh, and that's a lot of times, too. You know, you figure, well, it's not me. You know, that's the person with the problem. It's not me. So, you know, whatever. You know, but now we see what it does over time period where, you know, people are willingly going out to do things against people who are just different. I mean, the poor Asian groups uh, over the last few years is being randomly attacked just because of their, you know, I mean, it, it goes deeper than just black and white. It, it, it's a there is a certain group, uh, the replacement theorists. I don't know how many of them are out there, but apparently they have a good uh, a platform, and that's where this young man, you know, got a lot of his his ideas from. You know, I don't know the parents' role. You know, I tend to believe that kids tend to do what their parents say. I, you know, I don't know. I, I can't judge that. I just know it's learned behavior, and it it, it it's learned behavior. That's all I really, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would make a person hate somebody because they're different. is still mind boggling to me, you know, but it's, it's been around. It's one of the uh, sins of this country, you know, being a hater. Kyle, what do you think of uh, the death penalty? Well, we had this discussion today in uh, work, in classroom with students. Problem is, if you let the young man be in prison the rest of his life, he's going to be a martyr in the white supremacist network in prison. He'll be taken care of. 
so in some regards, you almost would rather have the death penalty just so he won't be a and he'll, he'll be a martyr either way. But you said it earlier. If this is not a case of the death penalty, then there should never be a death penalty case ever. You know, I believe the Boston Bomber uh, kid, he got the death penalty. And he, he, you know, I mean, there were lives lost, but it, it, was, it wasn't like he sat there and videotaped it and, you know, purposely went back and forth to the same location just, just to kill a particular group of people. And he got the death penalty. So if any case, this should succeed every case. This guy should be executed. You know, I'm not a big believer in death penalty, but this is the, the extreme. This is the candidate of all, all times. That's, uh, that's what I think, Kyle. Hey, man, I really appreciate the call. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Kyle in Amherst opens a line for you. 803-0930, star 930. Our topics are the death penalty for the tops shooter. I think it should definitely be pursued by the Department of Justice. What do you think, as Kyle said, as Dennis Vaco said, as I said, if, if, this, if not now, then, then show me a case where the death penalty uh, would be used. I think this is the reason for the death penalty. I think it's why the federal government has a death penalty. I think it's why the state should have the death penalty. 803-0930, star 930, and racism in America. Not the easiest thing to talk about. And again, I do believe that a majority of us are not racist people. We're good people, caring, loving, all that. But there is a small minority of people who have these racist thoughts. How do we combat that? 803-0930, star 930, back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN on this Monday. Uh, for all the texters asking, uh, Tom will be back tomorrow. Uh, and we've had a few texts. OMG, please tell me you're not in all week. Yes, I will be. Uh, I'll be. Tom will be back tomorrow, and I'll be in my. Uh, <laughs> and I'll be in my normal spot of uh, nine to ten with uh, Brian Mazarowski. Which, by the way, we'll get into this in the four o'clock hour. 
Mazarowski said something today, making it sound like I said, I, making it sound like I was upset that Josh Allen got into the bar and I didn't at one point. By the way, I got into the, I got into the bar for the game on Friday. I was just, you know, I had to wait a few minutes because of capacity and I worked till two. But we'll tell the, I don't want to take away, he, he, he wants to tell that story tomorrow. I will, I will completely wait uh, until tomorrow to tell that story. Uh, however, let me just tell you, what he's saying is a little incorrect, but we will get to it tomorrow. Right now, what we're talking about, there was the press conference uh, with John Flynn, Mayor Brown, and others um, after the top shooter pled guilty uh, to the 15 charges. It is still in the DOJ's hands if they will pursue the death penalty. I say, what do you have the death penalty for if you don't pursue it in this case? This is why you have the death penalty. This is why the state should have the death penalty. And also, racism in America. How do we combat that? Where are we with racism in America? I believe that a majority of this country is not racist. I truly believe that. Why do I believe that? Well, because I talk with a lot of people. I've been around this country. I don't think, I think a majority of this country are not racist, we're good, loving, caring people. But we do have a minority of individuals who are racist, and that is a problem. How do we combat that? You heard Kyle from Amherst um, right before he went to the break. Uh, what do you think? 803-0930, star 930. Dan in Tonawanda has been very patient. Dan, thanks for hanging on. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Doing well. First First thing I like to say is the the first and second amendment we should never get rid of. We should we should hold on to that with our dear hearts. And I'll tell you why. You can just ask China or Iran, and they'll tell us why. I should say. Uh, that being said, you know the death penalty. The fact that we're even talking about whether this should be or shouldn't be applied is, is sickening to me. We should it shouldn't even be a question. In fact, our state should have did it already. He should already have the death penalty. And, and the fact that they didn't uh, is sickening in my eyes. Uh, if he doesn't get it through the DOJ, he's going to let down all Americans, and especially the black community, because what, what this vicious animal did deserves to pay for, for the, his animalism that he, he portrayed uh, uh, to the people of Buffalo and uh, America, basically, the rural, I should say. But I want to say my granddaughter's uh, half African-American, and the day that this happened, uh, we were having a baby shower for her. She wasn't yet born, obviously. And uh, all her, you know, the, my daughter's family was there and Michael's family was there. That's uh, uh, Leia's uh, father. And uh, we had such a great time. And, you know, everybody was uh, getting along. We're all sitting together. You know, nobody's on one side or the other side. And during this uh, baby shower, we, they started getting phone calls. Not, not my family, but his family, because his grandmother was a state trooper for 32 years and uh homicide division and she was getting calls and then there was people that that were at this that worked at that tops including a 17 year old girl that worked at that top she wasn't there but and they, a lot of these people were from that community and it you know it didn't we didn't really know what was happening we just knew that there was a shooting but we didn't know how bad it really was until later on that evening but you know it just makes me sick that 
there are people like that in this world that are still racist. And, and I, I believe that we'll never uh, completely get rid of racism. I think there will always be some form in every race. I mean, there's black people that are racist. There's white people that are racist. There's every kind of, you know, re, you know people that are racist. And that's what the, that's just happens, unfortunately. But I do believe that we were a lot better than we used to be. I mean, for example, in the city of Tonawanda, where I live, when I went to school, there was one black girl. Now, if you go there, there is, I mean, it's like really diverse. I mean, even my street alone, we had one black family lived in the city of Tonawanda. Now, my street, I got, I got five black people live on my street alone. I mean, we're well, well diverse, and that's a good thing because you're bringing people together. They're learning to live together, learn how to communicate together, and, uh, you know, be better people all around. But for my granddaughter, she's only six months old now, not quite six months. I hope to God that this kid, I shouldn't say kid, I should say animal. Sorry for saying that. I hope that he gets to death penalty. And if he doesn't, I hope they let him go play out in the courtyard with the rest of the guys and they take care of him. That's, that's just how I feel. And uh, for us to be talking about whether he should get it or shouldn't get it is disgusting to me. Yeah, Dan, I agree. I mean, I think New York State made a big mistake in 07, and I, I think this is this is the reason why. This is why you have the death penalty on the books, and I agree. Shame on New York State for uh, for not being able to go to that level. I hope the DOJ uh, does it. And one last thing is that John Flynn, I thought he did a good job in the beginning, but for him to call, I thought he called two counties out, but I guess he called one out. I haven't listened to it again yet, but that is disgusting for him to do that. That was terrible because what you're saying, there's there, those people don't have anybody that, that's black in their family. Like, for example, my, my granddaughter, I told you, she's half, she's half black, African-American. You mean to tell me some of those people out in those communities don't have people that are African-American or live there that are African-American? You're, you're, you're telling me there can't be a farmer out there? What a racist thing for him to say something so stupid. Yeah. I, mean, I just I can't believe he said that. Yeah, Dan, I appreciate the call. Dan and Tanawanda. Bellavia brought that up uh, in the noon hour of his show, if you want to go back and listen. Uh, John Flynn was talking about... We'll, we'll try to find that um, that clip, because I don't want to take what he said out of context um, about the jury selection. So, Josh, if you could go through John Flynn's comments. He said something about the... Uh, he said something about the jury selection, and then um, pointed out Cattaraugus County. If you could just find that clip... And um, let me know when you have it. Bellavia did a did a, a great breakdown of it. And um, if you missed that, it was either at the end of the eleven o'clock or beginning of the twelve o'clock hour. And like I said, I think Bellavia, the way he can say things, the way he can really get the point across, better than I'll ever be able to do in my radio career. Um, but go back and listen to that. We'll try to get the comment for you so you know what Dan's talking about if you missed uh, that press conference live here on WBEM. Opens up a line for you at 803-0930, star 930. And where do you think we are? Now, now we've had uh, a couple of calls, um, Kyle and Amherst, Dan and Tonawanda. Uh, We've had uh, several texts that say the same thing, that, you know, uh, unfortunately, racism is still here in America. It's gotten better over the decades, but it's still here. And is it the kind of thing that with time, it gets better? With time, there's less racism? Or is it something we can combat now? Is this an idea, a a way of thinking that we can combat now, that we can push, we should be pushing back against, by the way. As I said, if you know someone, if there's someone in your social circle that has thoughts like this, 
like I said, if, if, if that ever came out with someone that I uh, was friends with or someone that I, um, I, I would push back on that. And, and guess what? I would, I think you get to a point where you have to disown someone that has those kinds of thoughts. Josh has the, uh, has the clip. Now, this is from John Flynn, the district attorney. Uh, and John Flynn, uh, I've had John Flynn on Hardline plenty of times. I've, I've seen uh, John Flynn out. John Flynn's a really nice guy. This, I think, uh, this should never have been said. My main concern was if, we if they would have been a change of venue, the trial would have been in like Cattaraugus County or Allegheny County, and the jury would have been made up of white people. And I wanted to make sure he was tried by a jury that looked like the victims of this case. I think I know what John was trying to say there. But are you telling me, and this goes to the people in Cattaraugus and Allegheny County, are you telling me that a jury in Cattaraugus or Allegheny County would not have found this guy, this monster, guilty on 15, uh, on 15 uh, charges? Really? Are you telling me a jury of white people wouldn't have found this guy guilty of 15 charges? If, if what John is saying, if, if it was in Cattaraugus or Allegheny County, it would be all white people. By the way, there are... Uh, there are... There are all people of all colors and all races that live in Cattaraugus and Allegheny County. I, I just think that it was a it was a good press conference. The district attorney did not have to say that. I get his point. I get what he was trying to say. But I am one hundred percent confident that Cattaraugus and Allegheny County, if a jury was made up of individuals from Cattaraugus and Allegheny County. No matter the race of the people in the jury, that they would have found this monster guilty of everything he was charged with. I'm confident in saying that. 803-0930, star 930. Again, David Bellavia broke it down beautifully at the end of the 11 o'clock or beginning of the 12 o'clock hour. You can go back and listen to that on demand at WBEN.com and on the Odyssey app. Uh, when we get back, I'm going to ask you about setting limits on holiday purchases. By the way, if you still have a, a call that you want to call in, um, you want to talk about the death penalty, you want to talk about racism in America, we will continue to take those calls because I think the death penalty thing, to me, it's obvious. To me, it's obvious. This monster, this the top shooter, who I call a monster, deserves the death penalty. This is why you have the death penalty. To me, it's obvious. This is why the state should have the death penalty. And as we've been saying, racism in America, I think a majority of us are not racist people. Unfortunately, we have a small, a small amount of people who are racist. And I think we need to find a way to combat that. And it's, it's an uncomfortable conversation that I think we have to have. How do you say that we're going to stop hate, choose love? How do you act that? Not just say it. How do you act that? So I, I will continue to take those calls as well at 803 
0930. It's a conversation that I think we need to continue to have. Um, and I want to thank everyone for the text, for the calls. Uh, again, it's not the most comfortable conversation. But I think it's one that's necessary. It's Beamer and for Bowerly back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.